You're listening to the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays Year in Review. Brought to you by The Jays Journal and AriShapiro.ca. tell you, my fair listener, in the new year about Marcus Stroman, because I've got a lot to say on the subject, and there are so many different angles with which I can engage you in my spoken word narrative, all improvisational for your listening enjoyment, about a player that is so profoundly enigmatic, and that is the word. And, and don't think twice that I'm trying to be generously pretentious in using it. I mean, Marcus Stroman in his career as a Toronto Blue Jays player will have either rubbed you the right way or the wrong way. There is no in-between gray area with being a supporter or a detractor of Marcus Stroman and his height doesn't measure heart branding, which by the way, is noteworthy for being a relatively solo endeavor from one of the most diminutive and courageous players in baseball. And I don't use that word freely. Marcus Stroman has had to endure a surreal amount of adversity to get himself to where he is today in Major League Baseball. And that, of course, is taking into effect that he was uh, a first-round draft pick. Drafted 22nd, of memory serves, by the Blue Jays in the 2012 MLB Amateur Draft. Straight out of Duke University in Durham, North Carolina. You know, it's interesting to note that Marcus was originally drafted by the Nationals and seemed like he was going to be a National League pitcher, which is fascinating if you're a big believer in theory, baseball theory crafting on what it's like to pitch in in the senior circuit relative to the American League, but that's neither here nor there. Today we're looking at Marcus Stroman because he's a 27-year-old player who's really lost in time on his own team. A, A player who is coming off a terrible, terrible year statistically in which he contributed only 0.2 wins above replacement but that's what happens when you go 4-9 and nine on the season with a 5.54 ERA and a simply revolting 1.476 whip. And only managed 77 strikeouts, I might add. So, needless to say, I don't need to indulge in hyperbole to tell you that Marcus Stroman was not an impact last year. He was not a, a factor in any hopes for the Blue Jays to be successful. And and that, of course, was evident with his 
I think it was an 888 ERA at one point, and it, it just looked like the wheels were coming off in every shape and form for a player who was also coming off of salary arbitration with his team. That was just nasty. Absolutely nasty beyond belief, and culminated with him pitching for a, a, a tidy sum. I think it was between six to seven million dollars, something reasonable, something that the Blue Jays could easily afford and the the player could hope to feed off of and address the fact that during the off season he, he wasn't happy. And if we if we look at his comments about that back on February the fifteenth of, of last season, it was almost like ominous foreshadowing. I think you'll agree. Quote and this is straight from Marcus Stroman's vaunted Twitter account. Lost arbitration is what it is. Looking forward to going out and dealing again. The negative things that were said against me by my own team will never leave my mind. I'm thick-skinned, so it would only fuel the fire. Can't wait for this year. Hashtag HDMH. End quote. So needless to say, Marcus did not make many friends across the baseball world or recruit new fans by coming out of the gate and literally stinking the joint. And what's interesting is that he would rebound at various points in the season, including a, a reasonable July that might give some hope for the future when he seemed to normalize himself. But overall, it was an excruciatingly tough year for a player that had so much hanging in the balance that he is now the pretty much the sole subject of curiosity for Blue Jays fans as to his future. Where will he be? Will he stay with the team? Are they actively trying to deal him, which seems to be the case? Is this why the Blue Jays are stockpiling such luminary names as Shoemaker and Richard? I can't really make this stuff up. I mean, the writing seems to be on the wall that Marcus Stroman's on borrow time when it comes to the Toronto Blue Jays. But it's interesting to note that very early in the season, it seemed clear. If we look at an article by the Jays Journal Chris Henderson back on December the 26th, he wrote, quote, We could debate whether or not Marcus Stroman should be traded at all, or what kind of return the Blue Jays should expect if they do pull the trigger, but I'd like to look at another aspect of the whole thing. To me, one of the most significant factors is how they choose to use Stroman towards their rebuild, whether as an asset they hang on to, or someone they turn into additional prospects. Either way, Ross Atkins can't afford to bungle this scenario the way things went down with Josh Donaldson last season." End quote. And I couldn't agree with Mr. Henderson more. There's no question that Marcus Stroman might represent the only truly tangible asset that the team can trade in present day to improve their prospects for the future and to help coalesce around new talent. And according to John Morosi, who tweeted back in the middle of December as well, quote, Sources say Blue Jays not engaged in trade discussions involving Marcus Stroman with any club, though Cincinnati Reds are among the teams with some level of interest in him, end quote. So there is this notion that the Blue Jays are in the driver's seat trying to determine what they'd like to do with their fiery, mercurial pitcher. And I say mercurial because I love that word, one. And two, 
it seems to me that if you really reflect right into the heart of the Alexanthopoulos era and these last couple of godforsaken years that Shapiro and Atkins have to attribute to their resume for better and for worse, the case can be made that aside from J. Hab, there was no one more reliable, no one more determined to win, and certainly no one ready to step up into the big game, if you will, more than Marcus Stroman. And contentious relationship with the media side, because we know that that was going to be a problem from day one. Marcus doesn't play by the rules of standard decorum in baseball. He does what he wants to do. He does it his way. It's always been about that. And as long as you can appreciate and respect that for what it is, then we'll be less likely to devolve into the narrative of what he should or could be saying instead. Marcus Stroman has always laid his cards on the table that in his world, it's all about Marcus Stroman. We see that in the way he brands himself. We see that in the way that he plays the game. First and foremost, he's all about looking after his engine. And it's an engine, I might add, which is not like an average pitcher that the Blue Jays have been picking up during this 2019 offseason in hopes of shoring up their pitching rotation. Let me make it clear for you, my fair listener. And forgive me if I sound like a broken record for those of you who listen to me on sports radio. The Blue Jays should not trade Marcus Stroman. Like a blue chip stock who lost his value over time, some because of injuries, others because of his own underachievement, and even in some cases because of a conflux of really unfortunate events by being involved with an organization that is now completely rudderless. The case can be made that giving Marcus Stroman the chance to improve his trade value is clearly a win-win situation for both the organization and the team. There will be ample regrets, I fear, in this upcoming baseball season for fans of Steve Pierce and Josh Donaldson and Troy Tilowitzki and Curtis Granderson even in watching them ply their craft elsewhere. Even Roberto Asuna in a recent poll that I put up on my Twitter feed garnered a ridiculously high amount of people who know that they'll be missing his absence, which is somewhat of itself a absurd picture knowing that this is a player who left under the, the really worst of circumstances. But fans today look for heroes. Fans today look for players who are above the norm. And I will maintain to my dying breath and anyone who does wish to listen, it's totally optional, I might add, that Marcus Stroman is a special pitcher. Now, you can go ahead and argue that Aaron Sanchez is the one that I should be really gushing about. And Don't worry, if you give me a couple of weeks, I'll have his review released soon. But when it comes to Marcus Stroman, as one of the keystone elements of an Anthopolis blueprint that led to their first ever appearance in 2015 as a group in the postseason, we shouldn't forget what Marcus Stroman is capable of and what he's done for this organization. You can debate it in the context as you wish in terms of a small sample size or maybe giving credence to the fact that there was a lot of marketing hype and a lot of sizzle, but not much of a stake. Rest assured, 
the Blue Jays parting company with Marcus Stroman, short of returning a treasure trove of trade assets, which we know won't happen in this day and age of baseball economics, would be a big, big mistake. And that's why, looking to the future, we should all pay extra attention to what Marcus Stroman has planned for this year, because inevitably it will get him traded. Rest assured, he's not part of this team for the future, but he can influence that future in more ways than you can imagine, depending on how the business side of this franchise is prepared to act as well as react to the player. And that's what makes him the most intriguing Toronto Blue Jays player as we head into this 2019 season of great mystery and unpredictable possibilities.